Welcome everybody back to the Friar Talk podcast and YouTube channel. For today's episode, we have Ben Fadden of Talking Friars on. And unfortunately, not really a positive episode today. We're going to be talking about Will Myers and Trent Grisham and the heavy amount of struggles that they started out this first week. It's only one week of baseball, but it's been very, very rough. The outfield was a major question mark coming into the year. However, the bigger question mark was in left field and Jerkson Profar is currently playing out of his mind. Um, he had an amazing defensive play Monday night and he's been hitting like a man on a mission. Um, but in left area in right and center field, there's been about no production. So we're going to get into that today. Talk about both Will Myers and Trent Grisham, their struggles, if we think they can break out. Uh, but Ben, you're the guest today. You want to, you want to get your thoughts out on Will Myers and Trent Grisham first? Yeah, sure. Uh, thanks for having me on that. Uh, so just first off with Trent, Let's start with Trent, yeah. Um, he, we were talking before we started, he's someone that we feel like he has that higher ceiling than Will, right? And at least, you know, this year, if we're basing off of this year. And there were all those extension talks and how Grish uh, didn't want that extension, thought he would earn more money and kind of build off that 2020 season, his first season here. Uh, but then that obviously didn't happen in 2021. He was hurt a little bit, and then – he got benched, I believe, at one point, moved down in the lineup. I don't think he liked Jace. Uh, so it seemed like going into this year, I was a little more optimistic about him uh, because of the new manager, new coaching staff. Just he'd maybe get, you know, that swagger back more. Uh, but it's early in the season, so I don't want to make these, you know, big judgments. But it's not off to a smooth start for him and Will. Uh, Will, I, I'd say I'm more concerned with him just because he doesn't – he seems more lost at the plate than uh, Trent does right now. Um, both not, both guys, I mean, they're, I think, nine for 56 right now with 20 strikeouts. So, yeah, not great at all. Um, Profar, I mean, going into the year, right, we all are thinking we need a left field power bat. And we probably will, right? This is just early season Profar. But – Right now, it seems like center and right were the positions we should have been worrying about, not left. But again, it's early in the season. Yeah, man. Um, definitely still really early in the season. I don't think it's uh, anything to worry about. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to worry about Will Myers just because Will Myers, this has kind of been Will Myers' MO his whole entire career. We know what we're going to get out of Will Myers. You know, Matt's brought it up multiple times. It's going to be a 750 OPS, you know, around a 240, 250 batting average, a couple bombs here and there. But you're not going to get anything special out of Will Myers. Now, of course, right now, it looks a lot worse than it usually does. Um, he got his strikeout percentage down from 44% to 37%. Yeah, is That's not what he's normally at. Normally, he's like high 20s, low 30s, but... I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think he'll sustain this rate of striking out. However, he's always struck out a lot. We know that um, to expect that from him. Um, he's going to play decent right field, below average right field, I guess is what you can say. I think he'd be a better left fielder. I think Matt, Chase, and I both all agree that he would be a better left fielder, defensively at least. Um, but, I mean, my guy Jerkson is making plays at the warning track, hitting for power, hitting for average, doing it all right now. And it's really fun to see because this is like the last guy we expected to do that. The guy we kind of expected to be at least decent was Will Myers because throughout his whole career, he's been put in these bad situations where, you know, he has a crappy manager. He's getting switched all these positions. He's not batting in a consistent spot in the lineup. 
And then this year, they keep putting him in right field. They keep giving him the benefit of the doubt after years of of sustained unsuccess. Um, They keep throwing him out there. There's essentially a positional security, and we're getting the same Will Myers we've gotten in the years where he was basically put in a position to fail. He's put in a position to, to succeed, and he's still failing. Now, it's only seven games, so there's still a lot of time left. But, I mean, it's very concerning nonetheless. I want to talk about Trent Grisham, of course. Um, I'm looking at his his advanced batting stats, and, I mean, 28% strikeout percentage, 7% walk percentage, 27% hard hit percentage, which is significantly lower than what he's normally done. Um I mean, there's nothing really to be excited about so far for Trent Grisham, other than he's going to always provide you, you know, a gold glove type center field. Um, But at the plate, I think he's going to find it. I think he's going to go on one of those hot streaks soon, hopefully. Um, And those are the kind of streaks that are going to save a season if he's able to go on them. But we've said it multiple times. We don't know what to expect expect from Trent Grisham because a lot of people thought he was going to be some sort of bounce back when in reality it would be a breakout because – 2020 was too short of a season to consider that a breakout. And then he comes out in 2021 and he flops. So in reality, it would kind of be like a re-breakout. And we're not getting that so far. Only seven games in, I fully expect him to have a good season. I mean, a lot of you guys were talking about how you think he'll be our breakout candidate. Or I guess bounce back for, you know, you guys that were saying that. Um, and I fully, I, I was fully on board. I'm still fully on board. I'm not going to give up on that. But so far... Absolutely need more production out of our outfielders that quite frankly aren't even that aren't jerks in profile. You need more out of Matt Beatty when he's able to get his at bats. You know, you need more out of Trent Grisham at the plate, and you need more out of Will Myers in general. So hopefully we get that soon. Yeah, I'm there with you. And I'll start with Trent Grisham because I feel like he's a little bit more interesting of a case than Will Myers. Um, just because, like you said, Trent Grisham is more of a breakout candidate uh, opposed to a guy that's going to have a rebound year. Uh, 2021 wasn't that great, but it was better than his 2019 season and 2020 was 60 games. And we're talking about a guy that's really, really up and down. That's the inconsistency in his game is that he will be super hot and then he will just be super cold. Yeah. Sounds like Will Myers as well. Um, But we see the 60 game. He looks pretty good in the 60 game, puts up good numbers. But it's just tough when we're looking at Trent Grisham as a bounce back guy because he had relatively the exact same year in 2021 as he did in 2019. Like, I'll read this out to you guys. It's 231 batting average, 2021, 242. On base, 328 in 2019, 327 in 2021, within, you know, a percent of a percent. OPS, three, sorry, 738. 2021 740 like these numbers are so close so to me it's like he put together two seasons that were relatively the same now granted in 2019 he didn't play the whole year uh he wasn't like starting the entire season um so last year was his first full season i still think he's a guy that can break out but i don't think it's like a rebound year um but the way that he started has been really really bad uh and like i said it's a week so it's not that big of a deal um, now the big thing I'll say is, and, and Ben, you brought this up that you feel like Will Myers looks a lot more lost at the plate. I totally agree. I mean, he's going up there, he's striking out on three pitches. He's letting one go right down the pipe. And then he's swinging at one of the dirt on the third strike. It's like, dude, he looks lost. Um, so right now, Will Myers is second in the league in strikeouts and Trent Grisham is seventh. 
So they're both top 10 in the league in strikeouts. So what everyone's seeing, what everyone feels like, oh, these guys look awful, like they've played awful. So it's, it's I think we're all seeing what's, what's happening on the field. Um, but with Will Myers, I think he's less of, I would say, a wild card than Trent Grisham. Um, also, Trent Grisham has more upside as well, but Will Myers looks terrible right now. I've seen many months of Will Myers hitting like this for a full month, and then he turns it around. Overall, this is where I expect Will Myers to be because in basically every single season since 2016, or no, honestly, every single season since his rookie year that he's played the full amount of time, he's been a OPS plus guy of 110 to 115. He has about a 7 770 uh, OPS, and he hits 250, and he gets on base 330 times. And if he's healthy, he strikes out 170 times in a year. He's basically there over the course of a season every single time. He is not a perfect player. He's an okay fielder, and he's pretty average. The problem with Will Myers is that he makes $20 million. The problem isn't necessarily it's necessarily the player in this case, um, though the Padres do need a, like more impact bats. I'm not saying that's not, but it's not like he's like a disaster of a player. It's not like he's putting up negative war. He's just a guy that you would want to replace, but you can't because he makes too much money and his contract's going to be done this year. Um, I don't expect him to be back in a Padres uniform. I feel like if he didn't make so much money in his time in the Padres, he'd be more fondly remembered than he's going to be. Cause I don't think anyone really has been digging Will Myers lately. Um, but I expect him to have, I've expected to bounce back. It's probably going to take a while. He looked pretty awful in spring too. Um, so I don't think he's going to be good early on. And that really sucks because this is when we needed Will Myers to get super hot when Fernando's not in the lineup. So it, it's definitely a big letdown. I'm not trying to like undersell that it's been awful, um, but I do think he's going to bounce back and have his typical numbers where Trent Grisham, I hope he is, but we just haven't seen enough. We haven't seen a large enough sample size, I believe. Um, but he has, it seemed like he has been working on, you know, pushing the ball to the opposite field. Um, that's like the whole thing that he was working on throughout spring training. He's dropped a couple nice bunts down, um, which is it's plus, but it's definitely a work in progress with Trent Gresham. But Ben, anything else you want to add? And then Isaac, you can you can wrap it up for us. Yeah, what I would add to that is, you know, with Will, um, when we go back to talking about how he's lost, even when he is like making contact and he's having these hits, like they're like blue pits. Like it was either today or yesterday. It was a blue pit down the right field line. Like it's not like he's like squaring up balls either. So it's not like he's striking out, but when he is making contact, you know, he's hitting liners. Like that's not, that's not what's happening with Grisham. He's at least attacking, you know, swinging early in counts. Maybe that's part of the problem, but he's at least swinging, you know, he's aggressive there in the box. That doesn't really seem like that's the case for Will. There was one pitch earlier today uh, in the series finale with the giants where, you know, Mud was even saying on the broadcast, like, that's the pitch you got to hit there. It was just a hanger right down the pipe, and he just watched it. Like, it just seems like he's lost. And, you know, you can count to – I mean, you're talking about Matt where he could bounce back, right, and he's going to go back to what he usually is. But when he's lost like this, it's hard to believe that because when is he not going to not be lost? You see what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's hard to envision that right now. Absolutely. Because, I mean, let's be real for them. I, I said it earlier, for the most part, it feels like he's kind of always lost in a way. So when he's on those cold streaks, it really feels like he's like, damn, 
this guy makes so much money for what, right? And I mean, you can justify it. The guy came off a 3.5 war season when when he was signed to this contract. Now the bigger problem was that they deferred the money and and I told Matt, you know, I'm assuming that when they deferred the money, they had the assumption Will was still going to be a good player and that all of their prospects were going to pan out on some cheap contracts to go get more good players. But it, it didn't work out that way. 2020 was his last good year where he was on pace for about a four war. And I'm looking at his numbers right now. On average, he has around a 45% hard hit percentage. Right now, it is 33%. Really low. Or really low compared to his past years. Ground ball percentage, 53%. 10% higher than, he, than, uh, than average. Let's see. Let's see what else I got. Obviously, I mentioned his... Uh, his uh, absurd strikeout percentage now going back to trent grisham his you brought up how he's working on hitting oppo more um his hits hitting up the middle 62 percent oppo 22 percent so he's pulling the ball the least amount at 16 percent and that was what he was working on during spring training i remember hearing a lot about that that he was trying to hit the ball the other way and up the middle a lot more so kind of trying to change his, his approach and maybe we'll see that pan out throughout the season because, quite frankly, when you do become a, a gap-to-gap hitter, you do become a lot more well-rounded hitter, kind of like Jay Cronenworth. Um, so I think that's going to pan out as time goes. But we just got to stay hopeful because this is our outfield, probably up until the deadline. Hopefully Will finds it and goes on at minimum like a one- or two-week streak where it's just the Will Myers that can carry, sort of carry a team. Um, because, I mean, quite frankly, with Fernando, we need someone that's going to do it. Not just Profar, because if the average, if the lineup was at least somewhat average right now, we probably would have won at least one of these past two games against the Giants. But the problem was that Profar and Hosmer are the only ones that are consistently producing, and the rest of the lineup, I mean, I Cronenworth and Machado are going to be amazing. That's a given. But the rest of the lineup has been so lackluster that even those two carrying the lineup isn't working and outside of Darvish the pitching has been great I really feel like we should have won this past game against the Giants so hopefully these two figure it out man because if not this lineup is going to look the way it did up until Tatis comes back isn't that what we expected though like we I I get the Arizona series that was great and all you know like they scored 10 runs that Sunday game and some people were overreacting some people weren't uh, and then they came back to earth, it seems like, you know, at this series, even the first game of the series that they won. I mean, some of the runs, there were walks. Profar had a number to the pitcher that he bobbled, I mean, or that, excuse me, that he beat out. So it's not like they were dominating in that game either offensively. And so it's kind of we're just being – it's just confirmation bias a little bit here. Just the first less than a week of the season here, what was going to be our strong point? The pitching, that's what it seemed like, the rotation, especially after getting Manaya. What was going to be our weak point without Tatis? The offense. And what's the weak point right now? The offense. I mean, absolutely. And that, that was something that we brought up too. Um, now, we came out, we said, look, we think this, this pitching staff can be a top five pitching staff. And then the next day we said, hey, we think this lineup is awful. <laughs> um, so it's definitely, I mean, that's how we've kind of expected it to play out. And that's, that's what it's looked like early on. Um, and even in that Sunday game, at one point when the Padres had eight runs, they only had, had eight runs on four hits. It wasn't like it was, oh, you know, they put up 15 hits and had 11 runs. Like, no, 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 it wasn't like that. 
Um, and most of those runs came on a grand slam and it was a, a hot inning where, where they got through, they ran through the lineup really quickly. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think this is going to be, it's going to be a really tough spot. Um, one thing that could kind of solve the outfield. Now the problem is this dude's struggling too, is if CJ Abrams was eventually moving to the outfield. Now he's, he's a rookie. He had barely any at bats. I definitely think that he could benefit from getting consistent at bats as Hassan Kim could do as well. Um, maybe that, that that's something that happens, but I don't think we're going to see CJ Abrams in the outfield for a while. So unfortunately, we are likely stuck with these three guys currently at in the outfield. Luckily, Jerkson Profart is, is balling out. Hopefully, Trent Grisham and Will Myers are able to turn around. But that is going to do it for today's episode. So thank you guys for listening. Ben, thanks for coming on, and we'll talk to you guys very soon.